Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Cyber Profits. Cyber Profits prophesizing the future of technology. I am here with my co-host Federico. Welcome everyone and hopefully you are going to learn a lot of interesting things this time. Yes, this time we are still continuing on the line of AI. The last past weeks we have talked about this innovative and disruptive tool that is breaking the internet right now. Of course, ChatGPT. If you haven't checked these videos out, I will recommend you to do it. The links are posted in the description. Go check them out and find out what ChatGPT can do in the time being. Now, we're still talking about some technology related to GPT and to AI. And today we're going to discuss about AI art generation, how AI can be used to generate art. Have you ever heard about it, Federico? Yes, of course, I have been using it even already for some projects. Oh, great. You will tell us more about that later. But first, let's discuss a little bit about it, like AI art generation. What's this and how can we benefit from it more importantly? So first of all, I think it is important to mention that the concept of generating images based on AI, based on the computer, is, is derived from something called computer vision. Computer vision is a field of artificial intelligence that is using advanced machine learning to teach computers how to interpret and understand the visual world in a similar way as the human mind do. So basically, we're just trying to replicate what humans are able to do and make the machines do it. Now, these models, of course, need to be trained and these AR generators are now fed with billions and billions of images, reference images that they can now mix and modify in order to generate a new image based on what the user requires them to do. We're going to show you today two main AI generators. But before we go to that, Federico, can you can you tell us a little bit about your experience? How has it? Well, it, it was like something accidental, to be honest. In my case, I've been writing books and in the beginning, the pictures were in black and white. Okay. Why? Because the main objective is that the books tells about old stories. However, some people asked me if there could be some pictures in colors and it was like um, I didn't know how to move forward. So I started to play with some algorithms in the beginning, Python algorithms that mm -hmm. they transformed the pictures and gave them like colors. Okay, yeah. And so you were just colorizing the pictures. Yes, but Little by little, I discovered that there were even some Android apps that they can really transform and reshape everything. Mm -hmm. It looks like if a real painter like Picasso or someone like that had given them life. Mm -hmm. I was pretty impressed that from black and white, it considered even like very shiny colors, very beautiful colors. Mm -hmm. And next step happened recently when I decided to create something like, let's say, a book for children. Mm 
Mm-hmm. But a children's book is something that must be really, really colorful, something with that explodes with beauty, with colors that are really shiny. Because this is what children like. And then what I did is that I took one of these websites and decided, hey, I was trying to create a cartoon, but it didn't work. I tried trying to transform a picture that I had of, of a beach into a cartoon, but it failed. Okay. Then I thought, well, but one of my friends, Jean Jay, told me that you can create art based on text. Mm-hmm. And then I Googled something on the internet and then, well, it really exists. Then I, I asked, asked, asked the AI generator, hey, can you create me a typical Salvadorian beach? Okay. <laughs> I didn't expect anything, to be honest. And what happened is that it really created a Salvadorian beach that when I saw the picture, I thought in La Union, in the eastern part of El Salvador, I was so impressed that based on what it gave me, I even created a new cover for my virtual book oh, nice. out of nowhere. How many hours it will ha- I will have spent if I will have hired a person versus that the other thing that took like 10, not even 10 minutes, like two minutes. Wow. Okay, that's a, that's an incredible use of uh, the AI art generator uh, to use AI to generate the cover of a book. <laughs> How interesting is that? Yeah, and I think you mentioned uh, one very important thing that this AR generator is you basically give them a description of what you want and based on the de- description, the text description, it generates the tool generates the image, right? Is it how it works, Federico? Yes. Yeah. And my question to you will be like, you mentioned that you use some website. What was this website? Hotpot AI was the one that I use. Hotpot AI. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. So I think we have now introduced uh, the topic very well. Let's go to the library. And just remember, if you are listeners in Spotify or other media, the best thing is that please check the video in YouTube, because if not, you will lose a little bit of the magic behind. So today we're going to show you two tools that you can use to generate uh, images based on AI and based on text. The first one is DAL-E2. This tool, as you can see, was created by OpenAI the same company that created ChatGPT. The difference is that DAL-E was released a little bit before ChatGPT. And just a fun fact is that the name DAL-E comes from the movie Wall-E and also from Salvador DAL-E. <laughs> That's very creative, I have to say. As you can see here, dal is the new AI system, well, not so new anymore, that can create realistic images and art from a description in natural language. Let's see how it works. Federico, what should we create? Create the typical NFT. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Yes, a typical NFT. Let's see what we get. Okay, what can we see here? We got something like a microprocessor. I don't know what is this. A cake. Like a pancake, yeah, like a cake. 
Not sure about this one. Looks like an electronic as well, an electronic device. And this like definitely has the has the name here, NFT on it. I think okay. we failed. Let's let's make let's make it more specific. Non-fungible token. Exactly. Non-fungible token. A typical non-fungible token. <laughs> I think it has actually created a token, an image of a token, and it took the words like very literally, as you can see, right? As we can see, it's not as smart as we will think. At least in this case, it didn't work at all. I was expecting to see a monkey. Yeah, I like to see one, one of the things that we have seen in the NFT world, we were probably expecting that, uh, but as you can see, this tool has also some limitations. Let's let's say a typical monkey, non non a typical monkey NFT. A typical monkey. I I am not sure if it's going to work, but let's try it out. But you know what, Federico? I am thinking that. Oh, no. Wow, <laughs> I am thinking that this tool can be used to create NFTs. You know, yeah. like we're creating like NFT. Okay, of course. What is an NFT? It's a non-fungible token. Of course, it created images of tokens. But how about if we gave him the description, the exact description of how an NFT looks like? So, for instance, we say like how. How do how do the NFTs look like? They are usually they are usually like a comic uh, version of a monkey with sunglasses and only his head wearing a hipster hat. And what else can we? And only its head, because we only see the head of the monkey. Yeah, that's true. And, and only uh, its head. Let's see what do we get here. Oh, and as you can see here, we have like some examples of the things that it already created. OK, this that's is starting to look more interesting. Yeah. What do you think about this, Federico? That looks like a new kind of NFT that you can upload to Blue Ocean. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think I think this one could actually be uploaded there, yeah. right? It looks like perfect for this kind of purpose. Yeah. So you, you can download it and already upload it to Blue Ocean after the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. I will make sure to do that and profit from it. <laughs> and for our listeners, we also have a video explaining what NFTs are and what are the possible risks and the implication of investing in it. And also go and check it out. Now, this was the first tool that we wanted to show you. As you can see, we had several attempts and you really have to be very descriptive in order to get something similar to what you want. Now, 
we would like to show you the second tool. This is Hotpot AI. This is the tool that you used, right, Federico? Yeah, this is the one I used. Yeah, so you used this Colorize. I used, that one? I used the Colorize and Torn Imagination to Art, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong. Because this, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Torn imagina Imagination to Art, that's the one that I have open here, is the AI Art Generator. Mm -hmm. And it works in the same fashion as DALI. Basically, you describe what you want to get, and then you get like some some art from it. Should we try the same one, Federico? Sure. I think we can try the same. Maybe it will be a better NFT to sell. <laughs> so something very interesting about this tool that I have noticed is that you can choose a style they have like many, many different styles to choose from. And this is like the base format that the tool uses to generate the content. So for instance, I can I can I can tell the tool that I want some 3D version or maybe some painting like Paul Cezanne or like painting like Pablo Picasso. Or I saw I want some, it even has some crazy thing like uh, photos or anime versions of the stuff. Which one will interest Federico? I think we can try the Japanese art. Japanese art. Um, Get the dragon. Okay, where is it? There you go. Here's the style Japanese art. And I'm asking him to create this like NFT like. So we'll have to wait for a bit. I think we ask a very difficult question. Oh, see? We got something now? Yeah. Okay. Looks very Japanese with these kind of inscriptions. But it only gave me one um, proposal, whereas Dali gave me four directly, right? Mm -hmm. But I think I can choose another style and generate more kind of arts. Let's try, for instance, this comic book where Superman it is there. Wow. Wow, that's very different. <laughs> yeah, that's very different. <laughs> Let's try just one more. Uh, okay, let's try like a photo. I want something realistic. Hmm. Very interesting. Now I have placed the, result, the results of both tools side by side. And we can see the discrepancies among them and the different styles that these AI generation tools are using. What are your thoughts on it, Federico? I will say that if you are into the NFT world, the first one will be closer to that business because of what they expect. The second one will be greater, perhaps if you are in a kind of movie or something like more artistic, but so that the other is not art, but is what the people expect. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. I am back now to DALI. We can see here the results of the first, let's call it successful query that we got. Now let's try to generate something else. Any ideas, Federico? I would say maybe the uh, typical CEO running late to his work, run, running maybe a Tesla bike or something like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> let's try it. Like a typical CEO running late to his work, riding a Tesla <laughs> bike. Oh, wow. Look at this result. This looks like a painting. Yeah. It's quite accurate. The bike seems to be kind of electric. <laughs> yeah. Can be a Tesla bike. Seems pretty cool. Let's see the other, the other ones. There you go. Okay. Yep. Typical CEO. His face looks a bit, a bit strange. <laughs> Especially it has two faces. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. But pretty accurate, yeah. Oh, look at this one. Yeah. That one looks, I would say, very close. Yeah, that one looks great. I think Th this is great. And you can even see like the buildings on the back. So it's like going out of the office or something like that, or like arriving. Yeah, I, I, I like this one. And the last one, this guy is running very late. Like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it seems to be extremely late. Exactly, exactly. The only thing that I will like criticize on this picture is that many things are kind of blurred to give it the effect that he's running late, but his attache is uh, like very clear on the picture. So he has, also, it doesn't have this blurry effect. Also the briefcase doesn't, how, how, how is, is, is he floating or how? Because it makes no sense. That this oh yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of floating in the air. So <laughs> that was a good attempt. Let's try to generate something else. I got an idea. Let's try to create a typical Java developer. Oh, let's, let's add some complication. In Pablo Picasso style, at his office, frustrated that his code does not compile. <laughs> okay, that's very complicated. <laughs> let's see what we get. Okay, let's check these images. <laughs> this, this guy has like some problems with his face, apparently. <laughs> I don't think he has to worry about the code. <laughs> he has some other priorities. <laughs> also, his hand is quite strange. Seems like an alien, his right hand. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's 
kind of strange there. So it, you can really see that it has been compiled from some other image. This yeah, considering that this is a Pablo Picasso, I'm not surprised. Oh, well, yeah, 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 makes sense, makes sense. Oh, and it's like pretty animated, but like, okay, if you ask me, none of these actually looks like a Pablo Picasso style. They look very realistic, like uh, photographs, actually. Yeah. And, and these hands looks very strange. Yeah. You can see like some irregular things in the picture, like there's a second face around here. This cup is having some kind of horn. <laughs> I don't know how to call it. But I think the tool did a great job recognizing the expressions or like mm -hmm. expressing the emotions. I, I, I told them to create uh, a guy that was frustrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely all of them seem kind of frustrated. This is the last one. And looks more frustrated than the others. Yeah, it looks very frustrated. But also like if you see around here, like it looks very unnatural. So yeah, it looks like it still has some some things to improve. And something very curious I just noticed uh, is, is this one. Did you see that every developer has like a cup? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coffee cup. A coffee cup, yeah. I think that that's because the Java logo contains a, a coffee cup. <laughs> that might be the reason. Probably. Yeah. So since we got these results and having seen the the two the two previous attempts about the NFT monkey and the CEO. What are your conclusions about the quality of the images that we get, Federico? I think that the, the last case was the worst, to be honest. The Java developer was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that if you wanted to use these images commercially to some extent, I think you couldn't use them, to be honest, like because they, they, they are very irregular, like uh, with the guy with the double face or uh, like, they, they look very unnatural, right? Well, but, but you know that art tends to be sometimes unnatural. It's, I don't think that we live in the 500s where you really try to search for perfection we live in times that well, people I, if i don't remember wrongly the most in the most valuable piece of art in canada is a wall or a red wall with a white dot hmm. and that's the most valuable painting from canada if i'm not wrong or if it was not canada i don't remember which country it was but it was something like that and when you go to some museums in Spain and see modern art you are okay <laughs> it's just different 
So it's a different kind of art. But if you like, okay, if you put it like that, these ones are pretty cool. I think that you can use them all over the place. Definitely, yeah. I'm creating an NFT from this one. And from these ones, I think this guy was also like pretty amazing the way it developed. And yeah, it's pretty nice, I think. So yeah. probably you're right. The only problem was with the <laughs> with the Java developers. Yeah. But the other two attempts created images that are kind of usable. You could use it in some other places in your website, for instance. And I think that that's one of the applications that you can that you can use, right? If you are having a website and are looking for a specific image, you can of course go to these uh, websites like Pexels, Pixabay, etc., and download images from there. If not. If you're looking for something very specific, you can also have AI create an image for you. And I think that we can proceed with the discussion right now. We have seen the current capabilities of both tools, DAL-E and this hotpot AI art generator. And we have seen the different styles that we get, different proposals, and probably I think that this hotpot may allow you to generate more styles than um, than DALI because as you can see among the templates we have like a wide variety of base formats so we can play a little bit with it something important is that for the new users if you want to try it out by yourselves it has a limit and I think that DALI limits you to 50 requests whereas hotpot limits you to 10 uh, requests per day yeah that's important to bear in mind now you use hotpot for your for your work right federico yes yes i did why did why did you choose this to was it like the first one that popped out or did you have a personal preference on it I will say that it was about the art that generated because I tested others, but in the end, the the beaches that I got were not exactly what I wanted to see. Mm -hmm. This the last picture just remind me to another story that it really directly connected into what I wanted to show to the children. Because when you think about Latin America, you will think in those beaches and very hot environments. But the others had, I would say, a different style that didn't match my expectations. Okay. Okay, I see. So it was just basically something like a uh, uh, try and error. You yeah. were trying different tools and see which one actually like fulfilled your requirements. Yeah. yeah. Now, Federico, I would like to discuss with you something more important. You told me like uh, a while ago, like, why would you go through all of the problem of hiring someone to draw this cover for you when AI can make it for you and it will be even faster, right? Yeah. So I have two questions here that I would like to discuss with you. The first one, what does it mean for designers? Like the same as we were discussing with, with ChatGPT. Are they going to be replaced by AI? Is like more content going to be created by AI in the future? 
And the second question that I would like to talk with you is about the copyrights. These are, for instance, the cover that you use for your book is generated by AI. That means that it probably doesn't have any copyrights, right? It was created by a free tool available to everyone. So basically anyone could potentially replicate the image. Mm -hmm. So what are the implications regarding copyright? That art, AI art is not protected by any copyrights. Mm -hmm. So it's not copyrightable. That's a possibility. So if you would like to get a copyright from that, it would be almost impossible because mm -hmm. there are laws that says that if you created by AI something that's art generated by, by AI is not copyrightable. So of course you will need to ask a lawyer and maybe there are some new laws that will come into force in the future. But mm -hmm. from my knowledge and what I know for now, this is not copyrightable. Okay. It might be in the future if there are changes in the law. But yeah, at least for now, from my knowledge and no understanding, there is no copyrights and I couldn't request them. But there is a difference. Since okay. there are some pictures in my final design that are mine, then the, I can copyright that. If I just wanted to copyright the beach, then I couldn't. Mm -hmm. But final cover, because there are some editions that I did, then it's, it's less likely because then I can copyright it since there are pictures from that, from that picture that are my own ownership. So basically you cannot copyright the background, that's the original image created by AI, but you can copyright the final version of your heart, of the, the cover of your book, which has some additional items that were created by you. Yes, because in the end that the, the full creation is not, was not, it wasn't created by AI, but by myself. It makes sense. And yeah, I think that this is something to that, especially creators uh, have to be aware of that the content created by AI is not copyrightable as for the time being, as Federico mentioned. What about the first question, Federico, the one about uh, AI replacing designers and the content uh, that it would be more created by AI than by humans? I think it will depend on your budget in many cases. Because mm -hmm. let's suppose that you are like a, a small writer like like myself. It is something that you consider every time that you're paying 10, 20, 50 euros or any amount because that's cost. And if you create too many images, then it, you will be more likely to use an AI application. It is different that you are a famous writer, like for example, let's say JK Rowling, that she can hire whoever she wants. And even if the person charges $50, she wouldn't even feel it. But it's a different topic. So mm -hmm. it is going to be dangerous for designers. For sure, it's going to be dangerous. But mm -hmm. again, if you are a designer and you are smart, like I shared before, and you start using ChatGPT or let's say Hotbot AI or DALI or any other application to your own benefit, not seeing it as the danger in your life, 
you can even get inspiration like, hey, mm. I get this client yeah. that wants these things. So you can get the proposals, show it to, to, the, to your clients, and then you can create your own editions. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the work from the designer can be copyrighted while the other cannot. Yeah. So this is a benefit. If you are the, the, let's say, the owner of something and you are focused on copyrights, then it is a tricky business. Then it depends on the person that, that you can go in a different direction. So I will say that designers can be replaced. Yeah, it is a risk. I will say every career can be is in a risk, but it's always up to you how you profit and how you benefit from the new technologies. If you run away from them and you believe that you cannot, you must be in the top one, two, five percent, and you must keep into that position so you are almost irreplaceable. But it's really hard to keep yeah. yourself into that position. The while, in my opinion, the people who are smart to use the technology to their own benefit. They can have wider results, even if they are not in the top two percent. Okay, yeah, I think that uh, we basically come to the same conclusion as we came with the ChatGPT replacing software developers, right? That it all comes down to how you use these new technologies. You can get inspiration from them, or you can just ignore them, but run the risk of being late, lately replaced by them. On that note. Let us close this episode for today. We are Cyber Prophets prophesizing the future of technology. Don't forget to subscribe. We are bringing you more innovative and disruptive topics every week. And until next week.